Welcome to Side Conversations of Marketing, Management, and Money. Yes, our podcast is all things small business, but in these side conversations, we deviate a little bit and we might go into politics, religion, social, economics, or health, whatever we feel like talking about. So if you're interested in learning a little bit of our take on other issues, welcome to Side Conversations. Well, welcome everybody. Um, in the last episode, Ethan, I started talking about Wim Hof and ice baths, and uh, we said that we should do another episode on dealing with change, and I was going to tell you about Wim Hof and all that kind of stuff. Um, we're going to make this a side conversation because... Uh, oh, no. Well... well <laughs> you're going to throw out some crazy yeah, ideas. Yes, I'm just going to go <laughs> random. That's That's the problem is... <laughs> So love it. Ev- All right, let's do it. Ev- everyone knows that that change. You know, the only thing constant is change. Yeah, it's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it's not garbage, but but uh, I, the saying is garbage. I, I, it's too cliche nowadays. That's the problem. I, that that is the problem. But I'm going to go into some things that are very much the way I like to do things, and I I try and distinguish. Like to me, an episode is a little bit more grounded. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, what we consider great counsel for all entrepreneurs, uh, side conversations gets a little bit more opinionated. So, <laughs> uh, I'm going to, I'm going to put this into the side conversation category because you'll be getting my opinion on, on a few things. All right. All right. Tell us about Wim Hof. Okay. So Wim Hof was this dude that, uh, I, I'm trying to remember if he fell in the ice or he might've even been trying to commit suicide or something like that. Anyway, <laughs> he ends up, uh, slipping into this frozen river and, uh, he's just trapped under the ice for like a minute or something. Really? Yeah. And, uh, he ends up getting out of the ice and kind of surviving and he has, almost this spiritual experience in the ice, you know, just like he was ready to die. So the, the, the buildup to the story and, and Wim, I apologize. I'm probably slaughtering a little bit. That's why it's a side conversation (laughs) because, so the, the buildup to the story is like he had just broken up with his girlfriend or maybe gotten divorced or something like that. Anyway, he just gotten out of a long-term relationship uh, his life was kind of this dead end road. Uh, he, you know, he wanted to die. So I don't remember, like I said, I don't remember if it was a suicide attempt or if it was just when it happened, he was yeah. like, "Man, eh, good enough. You know, <laughs> might as well die in freezing water is, you know, some other, some other way. So, so anyway, so he's at this low, low, low point in his life, slips into this, uh, frozen river and, uh, gets trapped under the ice uh, and, uh, you know, I, I remember in the story that he just has this point where he kind of just looks through the water and through the ice and like the sun is kind of like shining through and he's seeing like this little bit of light and he has this, this, this transformation, this belief of, okay, there is something to life. So, uh, he survives this experience and then he goes on to really understand, uh, like the power of cold in helping us as, as human beings. And, you know, he's done different things. Like I think he hiked Everest in a pair of shorts and shoes and, uh, no, if it would have been a speedo, that would have been cool. (laughs) (laughs) You know, this is, uh, we, we do rate this podcast as clean. So you're going to just have to. 
It's Speedos <laughs> are used all over in Europe. You know that. <laughs> and, you know, with a name like Win, Wim Hof. Uh, that sounds like a Speedo guy. Uh, he, I'm pretty sure he is European. I, I think he... It's probably Dutch or something. One of those... German. You know, Finnish. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know where he, he's exactly from, but... I'm going to fact check you. <laughs> it's a side conversation. You cannot fact check a side conversation. That is one of the rules, right? Uh, so, anyway... So he starts doing all this stuff, and then, like, there are retreats where you can go, and they've got, like, <laughs> these swimming pools that they'll fill with just ice. Uh, and I'll take and, the beach. Uh, <laughs> well, okay, so this is what I want to get at, is uh, the power of ice and, and what it does. So I actually take a lot of ice baths. I recommend Do you really? It. Yeah, yeah, I take a lot oh, of ice baths. Man. And I've got my, uh, I got my kids, uh, kid. I don't think it's plural yet. I'm working on the other ones, but uh, um, my kid, he'll he'll do ice baths. And <sighs> so if you picture, you remember that movie Rudy? Yeah. Where, you know, he like yeah. finishes practice and he like sticks his broken shin bone in mm-hmm. like a bucket of ice water. And, yeah. you know, and everyone's just like, <laughs> you know, yeah. it just makes you shudder watching that. So we understand the power of ice for inflammation. Well... Right. Uh, the this idea of ice bath. So technically, if you want to do an ice bath, uh, the health science suggests that there is no benefit going colder than 40 degrees. And so you don't have to go down to 35 or 32.3 degrees. I'm in Fahrenheit here, by how, the way. How do you get it to 40 degrees? I mean, you, you, you put a thermometer in your ice bath? So you should, if you're doing it correctly, uh, you should do a thermometer. You also need to have the water moving because your body will uh, heat the water up amazingly quickly. And so what will happen is you'll go into the ice bath. Immediately you'll have this cold shock. The first minute is the most miserable minute. Right. Uh, So when you do it, I like to do it for 12 minutes. Okay. And I like to go as close to my neck as possible, so only my head is above. And then I'll always make sure to I dunk my head before I get out. Oh, that just sounds horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Horrible. So, so, um, I'd rather do the James Bond scene where you you come walking out of the ocean in a speedo. That just sounds so much better. Yeah, because not the speedo part, but you you clearly have that body. Well, (laughs) I I could if you green screened me. (laughs) There's only so much a green screen can do, Ethan. So anyway, James Bond can only wish he looked as good as me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that you turned out the ladies and the contracts Dan, now all Daniel, the time. Daniel Craig was pretty good, but dude, Sean I, Connery had like the super hairy chest. Yeah, but Sean Connery, Roger Moore, a lot. Of, I can hang with those guys, easy man. None of those guys had a six pack. That's true. I'm totally hanging with those like, guys. I'd watch them, you know, beat the crap out of you know, yeah. all these you know top agents, and I'm thinking, yeah. I'm sorry, a middle aged man. That uh, I can't, you know, when I see like uh, Roger. No, was it Roger Moore? Sean Connery. Anyways, one of them that was super hairy. I'm just like, man, you know why they only do front scenes on him? Because if he turned around and you saw the hair <laughs> on his back, <laughs> James Bond would be ruined forever, <laughs> you know? <laughs> just saying. 
There's been some pretty stupid stuff in different James Bonds that has not managed to ruin that franchise yet. <laughs> That's true. That's I have, true. I have the never, Daniel Craig series has been fantastic. He's been one of the better ones. And okay, I'll agree with one of the better ones. Fantastic? Uh, no, there were. I mean, that one where like I think it was Spectra, where like the train yeah. comes crashing. There's through. always one moment in every one. And I'm just like, really? Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> All well, right, go back to Wim Hof. No, 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 no. I, I, I've got to do this. And I'm, one of these times I'm going to do a stand-up routine on this. Like okay. if, if I was a stand-up comedian, this would be my routine. And if there's a, if there's a comedian out there, you want to steal this, it is, it is yours to, to take, right? No copyright here. Why is it that supervillains are like the most meticulous planners ever? They will make a plan and they will execute that plan for like seven years. They'll dedicate their lives to seven years of planning. And the superhero never has a plan. They're always running down the hall and the person's saying, what are we going to do? And they say, I don't know. We'll figure it out when we get there. And, and so. And then I, the no plan always wins. The no plan always wins. So. I look at my we wife. We should do my, this as a business concept. The my, no plan is the winner. My wife is a planner, and I like to fly by the seat of my pants. Oh, and I'm goodness. like, you are clearly the villain. I am the hero. <laughs> oh, I'm going to remember this conversation for a long time. Yeah. But you, you, why <laughs> the super villain always plans? That is true. I, and they they plan meticulously, like they should, you know, they should write the seven habits of supervillain planning. <laughs> like they're that good. I'm like, you could figure out when a train was going to run. Like, you know, the the train conductor, he can't run on time by the, you know, start of the day to the end of the day, but yet you know seven years in advance when that train is gonna hit at the exact moment so you can you know, set off the bomb and you needed the hero to like facilitate your plan. Uh -huh. Everything you have done has worked out perfectly to my plan. Like how ridiculous is this? <laughs> really? And wh what if they would have just done one thing differently? What, what if they would have actually gotten shot by the hundreds of bullets that were flying past their head? Then it wouldn't have been a good movie. That's why. That's exactly why. Wim Hof, ice baths. So. 40 degrees. 40 to 50 degrees is the spot that you want to be on, okay. right? And the water needs to be moving because your body will quickly insulate right next to you. It's basically the equivalent of a wetsuit, except for the wetsuit facilitates it better. So anyway, um, yeah, it's going to reduce inflammation. But it also, one of the things that ice baths do is it triggers this response in your brain of stress, without being stressful. Well, see, that, that's interesting because, you know, when you read, uh, sorry, I'm taking over your show here now. Um, it's better because I was on Supervillain Rants. <laughs> which was funny. <laughs> um, that it, whether you like it or not, one thing that change creates that is potentially bad for some people is stress. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and so, so I mean, everyone's like, "Oh, stress is good, or uh, change is good, and you need to learn to embrace it." And blah blah blah. But, but for some people, change creates an, a huge amount of stress and can stress, lead to health anxiety, problems. depression. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, okay, so you look at the Stockholm syndrome, where people are more afraid of the unknown than they are of 
being in a horrible situation. Yeah. And so change is very stressful. Okay. Well, the only way to get used to change is to deal with change. You know, you don't get strong by not going to the gym. You have to exercise yeah. to get strong, right? But, but at the same time, well, I mean, most people, we don't want to deliberately force change on us. You, I mean, it's it's smart to do controlled change, you know, whether that's behavior, habits, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, there's some great uh, information out there about it, but that's interesting that you're doing that so that you're creating a stress type thing on your body without inducing the mental stress. Yeah, you're creating a stressful environment with health benefits. Hmm. And so, okay, this is kind of interesting because you talked about how you don't want to deliberately create a, a stressful environment. So uh, we were down at Lake Powell, and for those who are not familiar with Lake Powell, Lake Powell is a very rugged country. It, the lake levels, they can fluctuate by, you know, 100 feet. And so you never know what the terrain is. And the, the Red Rock country, it has these sudden drop-offs, Right. Yeah. And so you'll have this beautiful sandy beach, and if you wade into the water 10 feet, all of a sudden it you will drop down, drop you know. 50 feet. 50 feet or more. And and so, anyway, so we're uh, uh, we're at Lake Powell with my family, and this was, oh my gosh, over a decade ago, right? And so I had a little nephew. He was out playing in the water, uh, and it was him and his brother were out playing in the water, and they were both little, and... The one brother comes up, so, you know, we're all just chilling in the shade, uh, having lunch, and the one brother comes up, and he's probably nine years old, and his other brother's probably like six or seven years old, okay? So these these are little guys. And so the nine-year-old, he comes up, and he's just kind of walking, and he says in a very casual tone, he's like, um, Jace is drowning, and it was so weird because it was surreal, mm -hmm. you know, like he wasn't screaming. He wasn't yelling. He like his little body didn't know how to deal with the situation. He's like, Jace is drowning. Right. And so uh, instinctively, I jumped up and I went and bolted for him. And he's standing in the water is super weird. Like what had happened is there was a little bit of a shelf and it went down just over his head. So he stuck his arm up out of the water to let oh. people know where he was. And he just stood there waiting because he didn't know what to do, but he kept his arm up so you could see where he that was. So, so he's, lucky. he's standing on the ground with this little hand sticking out of the water, right? So I go taking off. Now, I've always been uh, very fit and I used to run track. So I'm fast. I'm very fast. His mom went taking off and I just, you know, I plowed right past her because I was really fast. And I saw his dad out of the peripheral, the corner of my eye. Well, his dad actually used to be a lifeguard. I didn't know what to do once I got there, but I was the first person to get to him. So I jump in and I just grab him and all I do is I just pull him and throw him out of the water because I knew that his dad was going to be there to catch him. So his dad grabs him. I get out of the water and I look and his dad takes him, turns him upside down and lets all this water just empty out mm -hmm. of his lungs. And so I'm watching it and it looks like he's throwing up, right? But it's just all this water is just pouring out. And then he starts coughing and he was fine. And I'm like, I wouldn't have thought to do that, Right. But what was really, you know, for me is I was very pleased that in a moment of truth when, you know, literally seconds matter, 
I didn't think about things. I just ran, got to him, handed him to his dad. His dad took care of it, and he was yeah. fine. And and so when you talk about those stressful situations, like I never want to repeat that situation right. ever again in my life. But I'm so glad that I was able to have that situation because I'm like, oh yeah, I dealt I dealt well in a stressful situation, you know. So anyway, yeah, don't create a situation where it's life and death. But when you get into a cold bath, it shocks your body because your body is like, I'm gonna die. That's what your brain thinks is going to happen. That's why people freeze are to death. so uncomfortable. It's amazing how far your body can go before you actually will freeze to death. So discomfort sets in way before mm-hmm. anything dangerous is ever going to happen. Whereas heat, on the other hand, oh no, you know, heat, like you get heat exhaustion. Right. You're, you're still comfortable. Like you've had heat exhaustion for two hours and you're just you're like, I'm fine. I'm yeah. like, no, you're not. You know? yeah. And so anyway, so when you take these ice baths, if you, okay. if you have a hard time dealing with change, if it stresses you out, if you have, you know, anxiety and depression, take ice baths. Oh, there you go. That's my, hmm. my weird, that's why I made it a side conversation. <laughs> Not sure if I'm going to take an ice bath. Still. <clears throat> I am intrigued though. <laughs> I actually am intrigued. Oh, so yeah, do, do a little reason. Fat, fact check do me you just, all you want. You just put cold water in the tub. You actually put ice in with it. It depends the time of year, but most of the time I'll put ice in it. That's yeah, true. Cause during the winter water comes into your house and it's nasty cold anyways. Yeah. Yeah. If it's, if it's the dead of winter, um, and you live in a pretty cold climate, then you're pro- probably getting below 50 degree water coming in regardless. But that only works in the dead of winter. Most of the time, the water coming in is going to be 60, 70 degrees. You know, that's kind of typical. And so, so you usually have to put... So <clears throat> cool water has its benefits. Right. But if you get above 50 degrees, so, you lose a lot of... So how uh, long do you stay benefits. in the bath? 12 minutes. Just 12 minutes? Yeah. Not 12. 11 or 13? It's, it's 12 minutes. 12 minutes. And I'm not sure how scientific that one is. I know I've seen recommendations anywhere from 10 to 15. And, and if it takes me like 10 minutes to become completely submerged, then I only have to stay for two? <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, no, then you have to like uh, get all of your body at 10 minutes. So you have to do like this weird wave thing because uh, your feet oh. can come out, but then the rest of you has to go in. Okay. And so, And then when you go to warm up, um, be careful on that because the tendency is to take a shower like you normally would. And yeah. even if you think you're like, oh, I'll turn it down a little. I won't go as hot as I normally. No, 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 no. You have to turn the water on cold and cold water coming out of the shower head once you've been in a ice bath will actually feel warm. And then you right. have to slowly yeah. warm up. I actually prefer to air dry and shiver a little bit, you know. But, and so what I'll do is I'll meditate when I'm in there. And I get to where I'm not shivering. I'll just sit there and and just just meditate. Really? Yeah. Like I said, this isn't for everyone. That's kind of why I wanted to keep it a side conversation. But I do think that everyone should meditate. I agree with that. You know, yeah. and so, meditation but this is kind is of an intense form of meditation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <clears throat> mm. Okay. So there, there, there you go. If, if you're struggling to deal with change, change, this is an option for a positive stressor. Okay. Um, now that's, that's, uh, that's fascinating because it's, um, 
you know, there's really two types of change that affect us. There's internal and external. Internal yeah. where we make some decisions, you know, self-confidence and we apply ourselves and, you know, build other things. But then there's also the external. And it's weird because an ice bath in some ways is arguably both because I have to make a conscious decision that I'm going to make a change, but it's going to cause an external effect because it's coming from the outside onto my body. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, huh. I think there are other things. Um, you know, I've seen people that have, uh, uh, you know, like they've gone into yoga poses and they... In an ice bath? No, not in an ice bath. Uh-huh. But the, the You should coin that. Ice yoga. I, ice yoga. Yeah. It's got to be better than goat yoga. <laughs> ice yoga. There's hot yoga. I mean, we actually did an episode on hot yoga. Yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> Hot yoga. So it's not what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Ice yoga. You should start an ice yoga. They have those trend. ice bars. Have you seen those ice bars? Um, I've seen them in like Vegas and Orlando, the very trendy touristy cities. An ice bar? Yeah, I've never gone in one. It's like solid ice and you sit on an ice bar and have a cold one. Uh, yeah, so it's it's a bar as in not not like a, you know a piece of metal that I hit things with, but it's a bar as in a place where I get drinks. And so you would go in and they give you coats and you like sit on ice, nice. you know, like those ice hotels that they have in, I think it's up in Iceland. Yeah, I get it in cold countries because it'd be easy to keep it ice, but like Vegas... Man, well, it's you, a building. It's just yeah, but you know how cold you have to keep it so stuff doesn't melt. Once you insulate it, it's that's true. If it was highly insulated, it wouldn't be yeah, too bad. Yeah, if you know what you're building, you just insulate that thing correctly. Once yeah, you get like down a to temperature, giant fridge, huh? Yeah, it, it'd be easy to to maintain those temperatures. Okay. So, like I said, I've never gone in one. Maybe I should. Yeah. I don't know. Next time you're in a trade show in Vegas. Yeah. So, but. Okay. okay. Well, there you go. So anyway, the point is there are other ways to deal with positive change. Um, you know, you can, uh, you, you can do like a fitness routine. Uh, you can uh, do some positive eating habits. Uh, you, there's a lot of benefit in, uh, you know, just talking with someone, you know, talking through ways that you feel. You know, all these things are very, very healthy. But I do find that the ice bath provides benefits that I don't see any other way. All right. So, there you go. I might just add it to my bucket list. Positive chains and and ice baths. Okay. Good. Okay. All right. Well, fascinating. Super fascinating in understanding it. I I might research it some more, actually, because now I'm... I'm curious more about it, actually. If you find some stuff up, we could do... uh, We could do... Do a follow-up? Yeah. If you find anything worth following up on, if... I mean, if, if all you want to do is just say, Ryan, you were right, we could probably spare our uh, audience from having to hear that. <laughs> and then there obviously won't be a follow-up. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Take care, everyone. All right. Bye.